Welcome to the Healthy Living Scottsdale Podcast. This show is your one-stop shop for all things health, fitness, and nutrition, and is brought to you by the team at Pulse Fitness. You can learn more about how the team at Pulse Fitness is helping people live stronger, longer lives by going to pulse.fitness slash podcast. But for now, let's dive into today's episode. Hey, welcome back to the Healthy Living Scottsdale Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Zach. I'm here with Richie Anderson, Richie Rich. And CJ, hello. What's up, fellas? It's Thursday. It indeed is Thursday. Today we got uh, part two of our intermittent fasting series, which I feel like I'm intermittent fasting right now. It's lunchtime. I'm hungry. You have a half hour fasting window. (laughs) Yeah, I do. It's like uh, let's see. I had breakfast. I had two breakfasts, and then I had. Um, a snack and that was now like two and a half hours ago and I'm hurting. I'm ready to eat. Hungry. Love it. I'm not, a, I'm not an intermittent faster nope. guys. I'm not an intermittent faster. That's just my, my thing. So, um, but I'm excited about this one and I want to, I want to dive right in and get cracking. Cause I think we got some good stuff for the people. Um, but we got to do our client of the week. I was going to say dun, 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 but I don't feel like that's the appropriate intro for client of the week. Yeah. That sounds a little like, ominous. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to come up with something. I'm going to come up with a better, like little, like zing, little, little drum roll or little something. Drum, dr- drum roll. Um, okay. This client, this week's client of the week is Valerie Capone, Valerie Capone. Whenever so, I, say, whenever I say her name, I feel like she's in the mob. She for sure is related. Yeah. Like you wouldn't doubt it. No. Somewhere down the line, Al Capone is like a relative of hers. Um, Valerie's fairly new. I think she's been here for about two months, right? And uh, I'll be honest, Valerie's first day with me, I was like, I don't know if this lady's gonna fit in here or not. Like I don't know if she's she's a client of ours. Like like fits the fits the mold right she was she came in and uh she was i think like just a little anxious to be back um working out and on kind of a you know weight loss journey and it's been an interesting process with her where she started and she wanted results and she wanted them now and i remember her telling me like she didn't want to lift like weights with her legs because she didn't want her legs to get any bigger. And, you know, like she's got this wrong with her and that wrong with her. And then she can't follow the meal plan that I'm giving her for 10 different reasons. And like flash forward eight weeks. And I think as a coaching staff, we can all agree that we love her. Yeah. She, she adds like a really cool element to brings a ton of energy, brings a ton of energy and looks totally different now in eight weeks. Smile on her face every day. She's in here that and her results, like, like her body has changed pretty drastically in a short amount of time, visibly like noticeable. And, and I know she has to feel way better. It just goes to show if you come in and you work hard, you know, you're going to get those results. That's, that's you it. You said man. it. You said it. Uh, 
yeah, that, I mean, really that that's it. Like it's, it's interesting from, from our perspective, because a lot of times like people come into the gym and they're like, they struggle with their process and wondering if they like fit here and if this is the right program for them. And it was like, I think she, all along she knew like this was the right program for her, but we're going like, man, she's like, is this the right program for mm-hmm. her? Is this mm-hmm. gonna gonna work? And she didn't have any doubts and we were kind of skeptical about it and now look at her go. So killing anyway. She, yeah, she's killing yeah, it. Total, total, uh, totally crushing it. And Valerie, we love you, thank you. And uh, I guess welcome to the Pulse Fitness family, even though you've been here for a while and it's like, you're just part of, you're part of the team now, you know? So, um, all right, diving in. Let's get let's get down to business. Down to business. Intermittent fasting part two. I say intermittent fasting in air quotes because um, really, if you listen to the episode last week, you know that what people refer to as intermittent fasting is really time restricted eating. That's the that's the correct term for it. Intermittent fasting is you know, fasting for like 24 hours, multiple days a week, like throughout the, throughout the week, not necessarily back to back, but just, you know, maybe you, you eat one day and don't eat the next day. Um, time restricted eating is really like you don't eat for 20 hours. You go to bed, you don't eat for 20 hours. And then you have like a four hour window of eating, or there's different types of windows, right? So, um, I guess like, Rich, lay out the windows for everybody. I mean, in the, so in the research, there's 16 and eight, 16 hour fast, eight hour eating window. Okay. Then there's the opposite, 18 and six, and then 20 fasting, four eating are the main three. I've, I went on a YouTube just spiral last night. Rabbit hole. Oh my gosh. I ended, <laughs> I ended in some weird diet stuff, but um you can you can really kind of play around with it a little bit like the most of the research that i've seen is done on 16 hour fast eight hour eating window that's by far the most popular right yeah yeah um and that's where like if you're trying to substantiate what you're doing with research that's where you're going to find most of the research but i mean it kind of depends on people's schedules you can play around you know what if you have seven hours to eat then you go what would that be 17 and seven like you can you can adjust accordingly okay um i don't know if we know if there's a right answer yet i mean each person there might be a right answer for but for each different for picking a certain window okay but i don't think we've it hasn't been used long enough there's not enough longitudinal data yeah for us to be like oh yeah 20 and 4 is way better than 16 and 8 or whatever it might be okay so, so I mentioned this last week, but you know, what, what I see from people coming into the gym when I meet with them and I, you know, I do the intake consultation is like, there's so many people that think that they're intermittent fasting, right? Or even, and call it intermittent fasting, but they think they're doing time restricted eating. And really what they're doing is they're just skipping breakfast they're they go to bed at night they're like i stop eating at like eight and then i don't eat anything until till 12 p.m or till lunchtime and you know and i'm like okay well do you drink coffee in the morning yeah okay cool no no big deal what do you put in your coffee 
And then it's like, okay, well, they have a protein shake. And it's really not that they are doing time restricted eating. Like they're they're having cream in their coffee. Okay, that's that's ruining it. Sugar by far is going to like it's any type of carbs, right? Pretty much any type of any type of carbohydrates you, you you could get away let's say one day you're super hungry in the middle of your fast and you cr- i i know a bunch of people they do like just the, a hard-boiled egg they just do the the egg white of the hard-boiled egg yeah couple that like you can you're not destroying your your fast in your day right if you get a little bit of protein or a little bit of fat but it's not really ideal no it's, I, it's not I, I wouldn't say that that's ideal and i also wouldn't say that suppressing your appetite with caffeine is a is an ideal way of intermittent fasting because like yeah there's all these health benefits of intermittent fasting but or time restricted eating but burning out your adrenals with caffeine isn't a good way to go either true so so ideally you're really not taking in any substantial amount of calories during your your fasted window right and then CJ, like, what is it that people should be eating when they do eat? Because I feel like that's a that's a major problem when people are like fasted and they're super hungry when they get to lunch or to dinner and then they like eat without restriction. Right. They have like whatever it is that they want. And that's not ideal. So, like, what is what is your take on what they should eat when during their window, whatever that may be, whether it's eight or six or four? So during your window um, from the research that I've done, I've actually started to think about doing some intermittent you, fasting. You might, lots you of might benefits and I might actually give it a try because it's that, that morning schedule is kind of perfect for it really. Well, honestly, I mean, you can either not eat when I wake up or just, you know, and go with it throughout the day. I've been thinking about it because honestly on some days I, I, I do that just because I don't either have time, <laughs> don't have time to make a breakfast or didn't plan for it the night before. So when he gets um, up and gets here at four forty-five. by the way, listeners. So yeah. it's not, out of laziness back-to-back training sessions until noon yeah yeah not too bad at all (laughs) (laughs) i'd get your back on that one though just in case i appreciate it okay so Um, so what like yeah for for you let's say you're gonna do this like what is your eating your diet gonna look like well you can't just eat everything that's in sight like you still have to have a plan on what you're eating and you really need to be intaking you almost want to think of it think of it as a feast like all the calories that you should be getting throughout the day is what you want to eat in your period. So if you're doing, you need to take in your vegetables, you need to eat your fruits, but you also need to be having a high protein diet because protein is what is going to help the body be able to make it through the fast so you're not eating away at your muscles. Um, it, it's just going to make it go a little bit easier that way. High protein, little bit of fat, and you need your vegetables in there as well. You've got to be able to get those nutrients in. Yeah. You can do that with supplements as well. That's perfectly fine, but you want to do it in the window that you're actually eating, whether Supp- it's four hours. Supplements like multi well, multivitamins, amino acids, greens, powder, whatever, to make sure you're getting getting more in. I think that's probably the only way that people can really get the amount that they need, like like our clientele, because they're they're not going to eat like a feast, right? Like you're saying, they're probably not having what you would consider like three plates full of food. I I just had this conversation out on the training floor 
because they're like because we're talking about deb yeah and her fasting and everyone deb, deb is a, a member who has cancer well, yeah right? like, yeah well, yeah. well I, that's a good story we'll, we'll definitely come yeah. back to her yeah, yeah, yeah. um but that's exactly it was how do i get my 120 grams of protein in in that six hour window right for some people for some people for me that ain't tough because <laughs> throw four or five steaks on a plate and i'll just eat that right there by itself right. but for a lot of members like that's tough that's probably the, one of the biggest obstacles i would think well and when i d design a meal plan for somebody usually like i like you they're never hungry on a meal plan that i design for them and there's always like every meal that they eat they're having like six to 12 ounces of protein like a like an animal meat and then there's like eggs in it and there's other sources of protein so like and then two three cups of vegetables at every meal so they're like stuffed and they don't feel like eating and they're like i can't eat anymore so for somebody to eat the amount of food that they need to in that window yeah, yeah. it's more you, the six hour window of like or eight hour window or whatever from lunch to dinner time. Like that doesn't mean you eat lunch and then you have dinner. Like that means you have, you eat a huge lunch and then you have snacks and then you have dinner in order to get all the food that you need in. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, and, and so that's, I think that's the missing piece that, that for, for people, it's kind of like the keto mindset where people think that they can just go to like a fast food restaurant and eat fast food, but because it's like a burger without a bun, they think that it's keto and it's like, hey, I'm in ketosis, like it's fine, I'm gonna lose weight. Like there's still a bunch of sugar and garbage in that burger and in the ketchup and in like the condiments that you're putting on there and you're not being healthy. Right. And so I think that that mindset carries over into like a, into like a time restricted eating where people don't put enough emphasis on the food that they're eating during, during that window. And rich, I see on your paper, you have liver. Or, Ooh, or organ, organ meat, organ meat, right? So that's that's your notes page. I caught that in the office, and I yeah. was like, "Is that supposed to be organic?" I was like, "No, he means organs." Yeah. Liver, okay. So mostly. yeah, yeah. So tell like everybody's like, "Ew, organs." Um, again, back to my rabbit hole. I went down. Um, I think the side note, real quick. I think for coaches or anyone that's helping someone get on a time restricted eating plan. I, th I think it's easier to teach them about a proper diet because you have to fit all these dense foods, nutritious foods in a smaller window. So you have to be like pretty cognizant about what you're eating. It's a good way to look at like, it. Because like same thing for me, if I break my fast and I go crush McDonald's, I'm gonna be full for a while. That doesn't sit well in my stomach. It's, ugh. Ugh. Makes yeah. me just kind of yeah cringe a little bit. But if, if I if I didn't think about what I'm intaking and I have a four hour eating window and I eat six double doubles, that's not going to get that's not enough nutrients for me in that four hour window. But I'm not going to want to eat again for four hours. I'm getting so hungry. I know. Right. <laughs> so like so that's a good way as coaches like we can be like, hey, like we got to get dialed in because you got to eat a lot of food in this amount of time. We got to make sure all the food is dense in the right nutrients that you need. And so went down i went a little extreme and i went and listened to my boys 
their their podcast is a lot bigger than this one. So yeah. yeah. But Power Project, shout out to Ensema and Mark Bell. Those guys are awesome. They're doing OMAD. So I wanted to see like what these dudes and OMAD one meal one a meal day. a day. And they're like jacked. If you haven't seen their Instagrams, they're like, they're power lifters. Yeah. Like they're and which, pulling five six which is pounds in, on which a is very interesting because like, whatever. Yeah, because yeah. I don't know any. Powerlifters that are I just insulted him. I was like five, six hundred pounds. They're, I've they're, seen him pull. That's seven, my warm up. I've seen him pull seven eighty in jeans. So <laughs> <laughs> pretty nuts. Um, That's like CJ style. But like, I like I like listening to their just real world experience with intermittent fasting because I don't know any other power sport athletes that are trying it. Okay, that are at that high level. Um, but they're doing one meal, so I wanted to see like what are these guys doing because they're like 240, 260. like they're. They're big, big they're boys. big dudes. So they got to eat a lot. And their big one is every night their main staple is going to be liver, liver and eggs and steak is like their protein sources. Liver and eggs. Liver and eggs and steak. I don't know which order it is or if it's all thrown in together. Um but then it just it kind of goes to show like they're trying to consume a high amount of good nutritious calories in yeah. one meal. They have to really think about what they're putting in their body. So if we spread that out into an eight hour window, that's a lot more doable for a normal human. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I just put in an order actually for a bunch of liver meat that I'm gonna freeze. I'm gonna give, (laughs) I'm gonna give that a go. There's a lot of good research on on the nutrient qualities in in animal organs and whatnot, so. You ever had liver before CJ? I can't say that I have. No? No, we didn't not do bad. liver. I had Brussels sprouts as a kid, but not <laughs> liver. <laughs> it, it's not, it's, if you prepare it right, it's not bad. Um, I'm looking at I some just, recipes. I don't know if I, I don't know. I mean, I'd try it, I guess, but it's just I'll, not. I'll, I'll whip some up and bring yeah, it in here bring for it us a, to try. I'll, I'll, eat a, I'll take a bite. You gotta I'll, give I'll it a go it. once. Yeah. Okay. I feel like that was a little bit of a good, it was almost a great segue to my like, concept of what the next big thing is in diet fads so there's this there's this diet called the warrior diet and uh, there's a book on it and uh, I actually kind of came up with the concept on my own in my own head and then I was like I'm gonna be so rich I'm gonna write this book I'm gonna knock this book out in a weekend like I'm gonna do all the research write it and then I looked it up and it was like oh this guy already beat me to the punch he's so, like an Israel, ex-Israeli yep, special forces yep, guy yeah, yep. he's kind of he's hardcore yeah hardcore no joke um, but, but here's the warrior diet concept right so you think of yourself as a hunter 2000 years ago and you wouldn't really it wouldn't really make sense from a survival standpoint to fast necessarily like food is scarce you're going to eat whatever you come come in whatever's available right whenever you can because you want to survive and so you know for somebody that was like a hunter gatherer type they're walking they're walking through the forest they're walking the land and they're pulling plants out of the ground that are like root vegetables uh plantain maybe there's wild berries and they're just like snacking on that food like as they are hunting and they would hunt throughout the day and then they would kill an animal and then that night they would have a huge meal right because they're they're 
hungry. Like they just worked really hard to find this animal. They had some nutrients, right? They were, you know, probably getting a lot of micronutrients, vitamins and minerals from the plants and, you know, the the berries and fruits and stuff that they were pulling out of the ground. But it's not something that's like substantial calorie wise. And then and then they kill it and then they have like an OMAD, like a one meal per day or one meal of the day. Right. And that's not <clears throat> that doesn't mean that they were fasted that entire time. And I think that that is anytime there's a diet type of diet plan out there. I always look back to like 2000, 3000, 4000 years ago. Like what were people doing and how did they live? Because that's how our bodies are like designed. Right. That's that's why people have survived. Like you farm, you have your crops, you have a time of feasting and then there's famine like winter hits. You're not growing anything. What did you store? You know, that's why it's like better to eat vegetables seasonally like what's fresh you're going to get more nutrients out of the fresh stuff than the stuff that's been like stored and frozen or flash frozen or whatever so i think that there's i think that the next big thing in dieting is not going to be intermittent fasting or time restricted eating but i think it's going to be the concept of the warrior diet where you eat fruits and vegetables throughout your day and then you get to the end of your day and you have your your one big meal that's made up of a lot of protein and a lot of fat if you heard it here yeah, almost yeah. first <laughs> that just listening to you say that it kind of the warrior diet, warrior diet kind of has the main principles of most diets that we talk about combined exactly right? yeah not a ton of carbohydrates at night there's a lot of diet you know there's mm-hmm. there's research that late you know sugars and carbs late at night probably not as good eat those earlier when the body's ready, able to handle with more insulin and stuff in the mornings mm-hmm. um yeah there's and and it's it's something that like plant-based people like there what was that what was that documentary that came out uh, a while ago and it was like the the power lifter that yeah, just went um, to plant and they were doing the I, research and it was kind of like there were a lot of arguments i can't remember the name of it but there were a lot of blocked that out of my memory yeah i mean it was kind of like they picked they cherry picked data and research and stuff but um but even people that are plant-based like you could get behind the idea from a digestion standpoint that like hey i'm gonna do better digesting one large meal of protein and fat than three or four meals of protein and fat right um and taking in a lot of increasing your micronutrients throughout the day is obviously like everybody knows vegetables are good for them. Yeah. Your, your mama told you that. Yeah. You know? I'd, be, I'd be very CJ, did your mama tell you that? Yeah. And that's a type of diet I could get my head wrapped around. Brussels eating, sprouts, man. Eating my just Brussels sprouts all day, day long. Just snacking Brussels sprout here. Brussels sprouts and pineapple. Here. Yeah. Pineapple. <laughs> oh, CJ's going tropical. Going, going tropical. <laughs> going tropical. That's hot um, enough. But, but yeah, I think that's the next big thing. I think there's going to be a lot of people that uh, catch on to that and it, they start doing it. And I think the results will be amazing because everything that I know about the, the human body, I think that that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And, uh, and I think that, you know, it's something that I would even try, except that I'm really hungry and I eat like seven meals a day. So I'm telling you, man, when I did the intermittent fasting, I was really worried about that. I was going to just not be able to function. And then you did it. And I, 
it was awesome. Mental I'd, clarity. I do it on the weekends now, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. And then I don't I don't eat till two two or three because I'll eat. I don't stop eating at eight. I'll eat it till like ten. Yeah. So so the the only other thing I don't know if you guys have anything else, but the only other thing that I wanted to mention in this podcast is to think about time restricted eating. It goes along with the warrior diet, but to think about time restricted eating also as a seasonal thing or intermittent fasting as a seasonal thing because because like i said like there wasn't always a grocery store right down the street like a thousand well 20 years ago uber eats didn't exist right like you couldn't just order food and have it delivered to your to your house and so people farmed they they had you know an abundance of food and then there were times where their food was more scarce or you you know were storing food and you were eating you were were hunting it's like nature you know like animals are in the rut in the fall when it's going to get cold and you need like that protein and that fat from that animal so they're easier to hunt because they're all horny running around so you can just walk right up to one pretty much and like stab it don't not you know getting graphic but uh it's true but people would so like during the winter you have your animal protein like one meal a day makes makes more sense because you're not going to have all those grains and you know all the fruit and vegetables that you have during the spring and the summer when there's like crops that are ready to harvest right so the way we eat should has always throughout existence of human beings has changed and and based off of people's heritage there's also differences like if somebody culturally like is from an island or a tropical place or like south of the equator like the times of years when they ate things and what they ate was different than somebody else that lived in a different part of the world. Like Eskimos, they eat a lot of seal fat, right? And they seem to be perfectly fine. And we would look at that and go like, hey, that's going to be bad for your cholesterol and your arteries and, you know, all like heart disease, but it's fine for them. So like there are differences between like everybody's genetic makeup. So not like I'm driving anything home or creating like a a plan for anybody here, but those are things to consider and think about. And if like you're thinking about doing intermittent fasting right now, it's the middle of summer. It's it, I wouldn't suggest like, Hey, start now, maybe wait and like get everything in order. And then in the fall, like try it or try like a one meal a day and see how it works for you. Love it. The only thing I have on top of that, is not to get too deep sleep like you need like we're the time restricted eating is kind of trying to base your eating around how the body normally functions and if you're not sleeping adequately that's out the window because you're because you're going to need to eat what like to get the energy yeah if you, or, if or even like circadian rhythm like that, yeah. not to get all down that road but like you, you need to get seven to ten hours of sleep otherwise everything we just talked about is pointless is pretty pointless yeah you got anything for the people cj um the only thing that i would add is a little bit kind of going along being like a hunter gatherer the thought that we all have that feeling of hunger but three thousand years ago that feeling was more the idea hey i need to hunt so just because you feel like you're hungry 
doesn't mean that you need to eat right away. Oh, that was super insightful. Love Let's that. end it there. Love hey that. guys, thanks for listening. Um, we love you. We appreciate your support and we'll be back with more great fitness stuff next week. Stay sexy, Scottsdale. And remember, everybody's here, but not everybody lives. Go do something worthwhile with your life today. Thank you so much for listening to the Healthy Living Scottsdale podcast. Do you have a question that you'd like for us to answer live on the podcast? If so, all you need to do is head over to the Apple Podcast app on your iPhone and do three simple things. First, leave us a rating and review telling me what you think of the podcast. In that review, ask anything you want related to health, fitness, or nutrition. And if you want a shout out, leave us your Instagram handle or name. That's all you have to do. Then listen to hear your questions answered live on the next Q&A episode.